0: It's Glenn McQueenie, and welcome to my 25 Minute Success Series podcast. Today, I'm going to continue the theme of the 100 Day Sprint to make sure that you can have your best fourth quarter ever. And the whole reason we're doing a sprint is because traditionally, most realtors make most of their money in quarter two, so from April to June 30th, and quarter three from July 1st to the end of September. In fact, they usually make about 70 to 75% of their income during that time and then have to carry themselves for the other six months. So I really want to just change the game in real estate and think about it this way. What can we do right now to make sure we have the best fourth quarter, but more importantly that it sets us up to have an amazing first quarter and there's also going to be a trailing effect into the second quarter. See, many of you won't need that much help in the second and third quarter of next year because that's traditionally when the market moves. But I want to keep this focus on right now of like, what if I, you know, maybe this thought, what if you knew for sure that the real estate market was going to collapse on January 15th, 2019? Now, I'm not saying it's going to, I don't think it will, but what if we just played the game right now that someone told us this is what's going to happen on January 15th, 2019? What would you do if you knew that for sure? Now, I think what most realtors would do would be, I better get off my ass right now and work even harder and help even more families so that I can um, do a lot of deals into the fourth quarter and protect my finances and my family um, if that was to happen, you know, because remember, It doesn't really matter if a market goes up and down for us as long as there's volume because we only get paid on commission on the volume of the transaction. But, you know, we're in a market right now where, um, and I'm just talking about the Toronto market and even the Canadian market right now, where um, volumes are off um, in the Toronto area almost 22% from 2016, um, trending towards 25%. And what that means in sales is instead of having 116,000 sales on this real estate board or 232,000 ends, um, last year there was only 94,000 sales or 186 ends. And this year we're trending towards about 85,000 or 170,000 ends. So that's a disappearance of over 60,000 transactions that agents can get paid on. And what happens is you have The available commission pie, if you imagine um, a big, uh, like an apple pie, shrinks down to the size of like a bagel, and that's the total amount of money that still has to be divided amongst all of the agents. So everyone's market share starts to shift down. And so you're going to start to see people like getting out of the business, you're going to see other people discounting commissions, you're going to see people doing whatever it takes in order for them to survive. The beautiful thing about this 100-day sprint is we're just going to pretend that this market is going to shrink even more, and I hope it doesn't, but I know if we can just follow with some strategies that we're going to talk about right now that um, we can almost bulletproof um, us and our families um, from that ever happening to us. So let's just talk about some of the, um, the, the, I guess, just some of the factors that you might want to be thinking about. Um, if I go to... um, So we talked about the volume. We also have another kind of case of like missing inventory right now where the listings are down almost 20, 25 percent in many areas right now in Canada and the U.S. It's almost like it's disappeared. And it's not really disappeared. It's just in some areas they, they haven't been building for a while or a lot of people are living longer and staying in their houses. Or some people just can't afford to move right now with the prices or with the tighter lending rules. Um, so I think there's a lot of different factors, um, but I don't really know what the clear, definitive answer is of why we have such fewer listings. So here's what my goal is really in this podcast, is over the next 100 days, so that's going to bring us right up until just before the holiday season, around December, you know, 16th, 17, 18, 19th, depending on when you listen to this, um, I want you to just kind of um, focus on... what are the kind of three things that I can do right now to bulletproof my business, increase my sales, increase my revenue over the next 100 days? So number one is, and I think this is the most important, is there's never been a better time for you to build a big huge moat around your existing client base right now. Because we have some technology that's gonna be hacking in, we're gonna have some discount agents offering discount commissions who are trying to hack in and steal your clients. And we're just going to have the normal competition of people trying to take your database. Well, it's hard for people to um, be taken from your database if you're in touch with them all the time. So we have to increase the, the frequencies of how many times we keep in touch with them. And I think the best thing you can do over the next 30 days is pick 30 clients and simply text them this message. Hey, would you like to meet up for lunch? Or would you like to go for a coffee next week if you want to go for a beer? Whatever it is. you need to do to just go and meet up with them and you're not going up with them to meet up with them to go hey I need referrals I need business you're just going to reconnect with them so that you can stay top of mind um, uh, in their real estate mind but more importantly um, you know they're they talk to and meet to like with a lot of people every week and the more we're in the top of mind the much easier it is for when one of their friends says, hey, I'm thinking about selling or buying, and they say, oh, you know what? I just met with my agent yesterday. I just talked with my agent the other day, and it's very easy for them to kind of give you referrals. So I would certainly just text, quite simply text your your, um, past clients and just say, hey, would you like to meet for a coffee next week? Number two is step up the number of drop-by visits. You know, it's a great time right now for you if you have any fall home shows coming up or if there's any shows that you could um, invite your clients to. Or simply when you're working in the neighborhood, just add an extra 20 minutes or half an hour um, onto your trip, so you can just stop by and say, "Hey, I was just driving by your house and I was thinking about you. How you doing? No, no, I can't come in. I just, you know, just want to say hi quickly. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to get t- together for coffee next week. Um, and there you go. Um, the other thing is, uh, there's a great um, kind of two-question call you can do to everyone who's bought over the last two years. And simple two-question call that just says, um, "Hi." You know, how are you? That's the first question. And how's your home? And what I found is when you can make those calls and also when you go out for coffee with clients, um, you know, they fill your bucket, you know, um, because they say such amazing things to you. Oh, my God, it's so great to see you. Thank you so much for helping us. We could have never done it without you. You are amazing. You're so awesome. And and I think it just builds up your energy and um, your confidence more when people um, are validating what you do And the impact that it had on their life and um, I don't see any negative consequence to that Um, everyone wants to feel good and everyone wants to feel appreciated and this is a great way for you to call your clients and make them feel appreciated and then they kind of make you feel appreciated it's kind of like a like a win-win right now Um, the next thing is um, with touching base um, with your clients is is really um, I just, just, re, just the reconnection piece, just being reconnected into the relationship. You know, if they bought a year ago or two years ago, they're probably not going to be moving. But, you know, they're in a world where a lot of their friends are moving uh, every single day. So it's just a great way for you to stay um, top of mind with, um, with your clients, right? So um, I want you to kind of think about this as a great opportunity market. Like, and think of this as uh, of you being like an opportunity, opportunity warrior, you know, because when markets shift, which they do, um, you have to understand it's just a way of life and um, markets are always in transition. And even within markets, there's transitions within those markets. Like, for example, I'm recording this in Toronto right now. And if you own a condo in downtown Toronto, you've never felt any part of this shift, really. But if you're in the 905 or the other area code outside of Toronto, you know, there's been a big shift on prices and volume uh, and expectations and just managing them over the last 18 months. Um, even within those 905 markets, there's some markets like townhouses that are still doing relatively well, but the big fat detached homes aren't. In downtown Toronto or in midtown Toronto, you still have a big volume between 400000 and $1.2 or $1.3 but if you're in a two and a half million or three million dollar house, which is basically a four bedroom, three thousand square foot house, within ten or twelve minutes to downtown, um, you know you can drive by and there's sign after sign, street after street's got just lots of signs and homes for sale, and you know they've been there for a long time. So just know that markets are always in um, transition. The other myth um, I just want to talk about or dispel right now is that um, markets determine your success and. They don't. It's um, your reaction to the market that determines your um, success. If you say, oh, my God, this guy's falling and it's just a bad market, I'm not going to do anything. Well, you're entitled to that. But the reality is it doesn't really matter what the market's doing. It, it matters what you're focusing on and what are the key activities and skills in your top 20 percent or your one thing that you just have to just keep going um, all the time. Because here's what I've learned. Um, people buy and sell in all markets. Uh, even at the worst time in the Toronto market, well, uh, during 1990, 91, 92, when I was in it, there were still three or 4,000 people, 5,000 people moving every single month. So um, that's your job. It's just gonna, You're gonna have to meet more people, talk to more people, build a bigger pipeline of people in order to get your unfair share um, of the market. And, um, and just be aware of that, you know, if we're in down markets, you know, you just don't have as many great deals, um, but those that are, they sell really, really um, quickly. So um, there's always just the, like a, I think that's why I'm just saying it's like an opportunity market right now um, that we're in right now. Um, I guess the next step was just think about adding, how can I add more value to my clients? And I'm just gonna share some wisdom that I got from Dan Sullivan, who's one of my coaches at Strategic Coach, and he talks about how we can add value in three ways. The first one is you add value to your clients um, through your leadership, you know, um, just by providing direction to them, by sitting down with them, hearing them out, crafting an incredible strategy, telling them, like, I've got this. I've been here before, I know exactly what to do, here's the blueprint, this is what we're going to follow, this is how I did it with somebody else, and this is how I'm going to do with you, so don't worry about it. And the moment you've got that with your client is the moment your client says, wow, that's a lot of value, I'm glad I'm working with you. The other thing is, um, he says, is by cre- creating or deepening your relationships, and um you know, great relationships are really about great confidence. When you have a great relationship with somebody, you're both very confident in each other. Um, there's no friction. There's a high speed of trust. Um, it just works really, really well when you have a great relationship with anybody in your life, any of your family members, or whatever. And of course, the opposite works too. If you have a poor relationship, there is no trust, and certainly there's very little confidence. So. Um, Think about it as you know if you've ever played on a great sports team um, when you're growing up when you play in a great team You just have confidence and you're willing to take more risks and do more things because you know if you make a mistake um, That someone else on your team is going to cover up and and carry forward and the risk is still going to be worth it Well the opposite is true too if you ever played on a bad team you just watch a whole lot of people who don't want to take any risks and make any mistakes because they don't want to be the reason the team lost because if they make a mistake, it could be costly for the entire team. Uh, and the last way, Dan Sullivan says, is just um, through creativity. Um, it's just um, what are your skills, what are your knowledge, your tools, your technologies and systems that you bring to the relationship that you can um, you know, that enhance what you're going to do to execute it? Um, you know, it's one thing to show up with a full tool belt and then you can handle anything. You can be as creative as any, anyone else in the world. Um, it's like kind of like a repair person who comes uh, with every tool. They, you know, their creativity, they can fix anything. Um, if you come to a relationship and you don't have um, the right skills and mindset and wisdom and tools and technology, it's really hard to be really creative. And I think our customers right now are asking us more and more, to be um, as creative as possible right now. Um, so you know, if you think about your 100 day uh, this 100 day program, I want you just to kind of just break it into a couple of sprints, right? There's one sprint right now, about a 30 day sprint um, that will bring you up until about the middle of uh, October. another one brings you to the middle of November and another one in the middle of December. So just set a big goal to get back in touch with your client base, to work even harder than you ever had right now, and just run full out for the next 30 days. Um, I personally would tell you to book a holiday right now for around November 1st um, because I think there's this magic that happens when we book a holiday, even if we can't afford it, and we start telling our clients we're going away. Um, You know, my 30 years of real estate, every agent I've known who's ever gone on holiday has been so busy in the day or two leading to it that they do so many transactions that that would more than pay for the holiday, probably by a multiple of five. So, um, you know, it's very important. It's just the magic of taking a holiday. And the great thing is you can run with a whole bunch of clients, and within six weeks, you should be able to wrap most of them up, and then you come back to a whole new, fresh set of clients, and then continue the sprint for another um, six weeks, right? So it's kind of, you know, exciting, right? So um, the next strategy I would, I would suggest is, um, why don't you think about maybe creating some type of, like, Clients for Life framework? Um, Is there a way that you could start rewarding clients for doing like almost like a point system, a bonus system? Um, You know, I only have 25 minutes in this podcast, so I don't have time to go in depth of what it really looks like. But what if you just started rewarding your clients with extra bonuses and perks the same way that all of the other companies um, hand out air miles and loyalty programs? Uh, There's a reason they do it. And the reason they do it is it works. And if they keep loading you up with perks, it's really hard for you to switch over to another provider. If you think about even your credit card, and if you get a lot of miles on your credit card, and um, it's pretty hard for you to, you might switch credit cards, um, but it's going to be really hard for you to switch banks and move all of your accounts and move everything just because you might get an extra air mile with another um, provider. So they know that the more value they can add, the more points and perks they can give you, um, you're just going to do it, you know. And I'll tell you, Air Canada right now, I, I just see it. like I You get addicted to getting air miles because of all the extra perks you get. So, um, And then I guess um, another mindset to have is let's just choose to be a hunter for the next 100 days. Set your goals higher, um, do the work required, um, and get a, a, a plan together to, um, you know, master all the energy that you're going to need to do this sprint. Um and just do it because you're making a commitment today to go and do it. And I'm, you know, doing it because I said I was going to do um, it. You know, hard work requires energy. And it's going to require you to maybe just change some habits right now. I know it always forces me to. I, I need to sleep better. I need to eat better. I need to exercise more. And it's magical when you actually do all those things, how much actual energy you get. So maybe just look at yourself Or what are some of the... Skill, some of the habits that you formed right now that might not be helping you uh, the most to get give you all the energy you need to go on this hundred day um sprint you know? um, I'd also probably kind of um think about um, um, you know maybe starting to create uh a kind of a like a secret list of buyers and sellers if you start doing a lot of farming. Um, or if you already have a geographic farm, you know, you probably know a whole lot of people who are either thinking about who want to buy in that area or are thinking about selling that area. But I don't know if each one knows that you actually have this secret list. So could we put together some type of marketing campaign into the farm area saying, hey, listen, I'm currently working with five or 10 buyers who are looking to buy a home in your neighborhood. If you want the no must, no fuss, um, easy button transaction. Um, you know, we'll be confidential, you don't have to put your house on MLS, you know, just give me a call. And I think back to buyers, we can be marketing, hey, I've got, I know five or ten sellers that I've talked to over the last couple months, who are thinking about selling, they're not on the market right now. And if you would like to get access and maybe see if I can get you in to see those homes, um, we call it the secret MLS, Uh, let me know if you're interested and um, let me just work and try to get those um, appointments. the next uh, mindset is, uh, can we become the Angie's List or the, the Jiffy? Um, there's an app called Jiffy. It depends on what market you're listening to. But in Toronto, I think it's called Get Jiffy. And basically, I love it because if I need something, my dishwasher goes, something goes. I just open the app. I go, I need this. They send the best person who's already rated to come over. And they do it at a very reasonable price. And it just saves a lot of headache for me. Uh, What if you could just become the Angie's List for your client? Uh, You know, Angie's List has been around for a long time, and they basically have a whole bunch of approved suppliers um, that will go and do the work. And they're rated internally and externally. Um, And because there's a reputation and they're rated, they tend to do a lot of great work at a very reasonable um, price. So what if you could almost become that maven or the center hub um, of your database? and uh, so it it just encourages more engagement it builds a bigger moat around your business because uh, people are like oh well you know i just didn't buy a house um i bought a relationship an ongoing relationship Um, and what if you even started talking to them about you know a longer term relationship you know like hey listen i've got a 20-year plan for us right now one is you're going to be buying your first home Uh, Your first home, I know you think you're going to be there for five or ten years, but the stats are you're probably going to move in four to six years. So um, I'm going to get you to focus on a home that you'd like, but also the most resellable home. Because I know in about four to six years, you're going to want to get me back in here to make sure we get you the most money. And then you're going to move up to your move-up home. And uh, you're probably going to be there for like 10 to 13, 10 to 12 years. And if things are going really well, you're probably going to go up to your uh, luxury home. Um, and in the meantime, you know, of our relationship, I'm going to be um, talking to you about maybe buying an investment property or two for your children. Because if we can buy them now, and I can show you a way where that the rents can pay off those mortgages, and by the time they're ready to go to university, um, that you have their, um, you know, college fund or university fund all paid for, um, I think that's really important. So. You know i'm not here just to sell you one house or do a deal i'm here to really build it more of a 20 year or 50 year framework with you um because i'm committed to just building as much wealth as i can for you and you know i I don't know who's going to say no to that i think what when someone hears that they're like wow this isn't just a deal i'm not just a number this is a relationship um that's going to be going for a long time. and um, Maybe even an offer, like, listen, every year, I'm going to call you, we're going to do the annual checkup, we're going to make sure that everything's fine, your mortgage is still fine, um, or I might have some strategies of you, how to pay off your mortgage quicker, uh, rates might go down, terms might, might get better, it might be a time to refinance at some point. So I just want to let you know I'm going to be in this relationship for a long time, and um, you know that's how I build, uh, really, a Clients for Life Club. Um, and I want to kind of be your um, realtor for life, I guess, as Joe Stump used to say, that buy by referral, um, um, you know, referral only, which I was a great part of for a long time. Um, and I think, I guess that, we can almost kind of come to the end right now, which is um, what do I want my client to feel when I do a transaction? Um, I mean, I want my client to say, uh, for, or you know, get from me, hey, this is where we're going this is what it feels like when we get there this is why we're going there Um, this is what it looks like Um, I've got this I'm a professional realtor and I'm going to safely navigate you through this entire transaction and um, I think it's just a great mindset to have um, to bring you know for the next hundred days Um, let's just get out there and go and step up your lead generation and talk to as many people as you can And more importantly, um, don't try to be someone else. Like, you know, everyone else has already taken just the you. Uh, If you've probably seen or listened to some of these podcasts when I've got guests on for an interview and we're trying to figure out their niche, uh, I'm not telling them what everyone else is doing. We're just customizing a strategy based on their existing um, unique abilities and skills and strengths. Um, You know, and then we're just matching it off to a target market Uh, People that they want to serve and then the beautiful thing is we just have to figure out the marketing um, Plan for them and that usually requires that we just plan it from where's their customer now? Where's they're going? Where are they going? What's the unique problem? They have and what's a great solution for you to provide and do that and I think um, You know the riches really are in the niches. Uh, I think more and more especially in a shrinking market um, It's easier uh, and way more profitable to be focusing on, you know, a subsect of the market and just spending a lot of your time and effort, uh, making sure you're servicing that market at a high level, bringing the wisdom you've collected that's not Googleable, if that's a word, um, and just building a great tribe of raving fans. Because um, after all, that's what it's all about. So, um, just quick summary. Um, you know, let's go back to the basics. Let's focus on your. Your database. Let's build a big moat around your business and protect it from the competition. Competition. Um, always be working and developing your skills and tools and knowledge, because um, it creates more. Even creates more creativity. There's a great word uh, that you can bring and makes you different with your clients, and that in turn adds a lot of value. Um, Become the student of the market, watch the market and also the submarkets, and look for little gaps and opportunities where you can focus your resources and just gain a lot more market share during this 100-day sprint. Um, and really just um, be an amazing, caring person for your clients that is really trying to build a 20 to 30 or 40 or 50-year framework of doing business with them. So I hope that helps. Um, we are on the theme of the 100-day sprint this fall. So you'll be hearing a lot more from me. So um, talk to you later. Thanks for listening.